Hey, welcome to Ace in the Franchise with Aaron JR in the Bush. We got the Super Bowl coming up this week. We have uh, the NCAA Top 5 to go over. We have a lot of NBA drama also to go over as well. And quite a bit more. Fellas, how we doing? How's your week been? We've been off for a week and a half. You guys enjoy your time? Yep. <laughs> All right. Aaron? Yep. Cool. Fantastic. What have you guys been up to this week? Uh, I got an uh, MRI breaking news. Officially tore my ACL and MCL again. Nice. I told you not to do that. I told you like I, five times last time <laughs> we hung out not to do it, and you did it. I, oh, I guess I did it. What'd you do this time? Did I they was, say how? You, do you know how you did it? Yeah, I know how to do it. What'd you do? I was running suicides. Oh, that's dumb. Yeah, oh. slipped on a little slick spot at the gym. That's why you don't work out, kids. <laughs> right, <laughs> you're just gonna get hurt. There you go. <laughs> Aaron, how's your week been? What have you been up to, buddy? I've been up to doing stuff with dogs and that kind of stuff. Doing stuff with dogs. You might want to explain <laughs> yeah. that to our listeners. You might want to explain Okay, what you, I what have you been <laughs> working with dogs in a training, you know, a work type of thing. Yeah, it's like you might want to explain what you do for a living. Um, I, I didn't think that needed explanation. I feel like most people would not have thought anything of that, but some people do, you know, I don't like know. you. I don't know who listens to this show. You know what? Anybody that assumes that... You would do stuff with dogs. <laughs> Stop listening. You're fucked up. Ladies and gentlemen, Aaron does not do stuff with dogs. No. So, okay. Great. All right. What is this shit? <laughs> this is Ace of the Franchise, bitch. <laughs> um, so, uh, anyways, yeah. Um, so, uh, just for our listeners, I guess, um, we'll, we'll probably, it might, it might be a while for our next show. Uh, reason being, uh, us three just got a house. We will be moving into it early in February, and so we're basically going to tear down the studio, um, take everything down, set it all back up at the new house, and so that, that might be a little bit. So we might have to take a little bit of time off, even though I know the Super Bowl's coming up and everything like that, but it is what it is. But we're excited about it. We're we're moving north a little bit. Ace and Franchise International Headquarters coming up. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we're, we're excited for it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a lot of fun. So I'm excited, man. I mean, these, these last couple weeks have just been... Way too good. I've just had way too much fun. So. I was about to say lame, but... No. I don't know about you guys. I'm sorry if your life has sucked for the last two weeks. Mine has been freaking great. I've just been... It's been like an A-. minus. Mine's been A-plus all day. Yeah. I've been I've been in the best mood for the last two weeks. Actually, I'm going to go with like a, just an A, like a 95% right on the break. There you go. Dude, I'm 100%. Like freaking... These last two weeks have been great. So. 100%. Wow, that's 100%, cool. Man. Dude, like every this day... This has been a skyrocket Every day's you. been awesome, man. I've had Bold. such... The, the start of 2018 has been so I feel, great. I feel man. like two, three episodes ago, you're like, this is the worst week of my life. No, I was saying, <laughs> that no, happened, I didn't say yes. that. No, I said 2017 was a shit year for me. <laughs> it was total garbage. 2018 so far, man, has been on the up and up. So it's been great, man. Life's been good. So yeah, I started 2018 with a bang, too. So I know you did. Good bang. job. Yep. Everybody's, everybody's catching on that. Cool. So, <laughs> so what do we have for top stories today? What are you guys feeling? Go. I guess I'll go. Yeah, go for it. You uh, always go first anyway. NBA All-Star Draft, first NBA All-Star Draft happened last night. Yes, uh, sir. Unfortunately, it was not televised, which it definitely should have been because it was That's probably dumb. hilarious. I actually might watch. watch that. Uh, reportedly, Team LeBron went first and picked Kevin Durant. Uh, in my opinion, his team is way better than Team Steph. He uh, drafted Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis, DeMarcus Cousins, Bradley Beal, LaMarcus Aldridge, Kevin Love, 
Russ Westbrook, Victor Oladipo, Chris Stapps, yep. Porzingis, and John Wall. Porzingis. Team Curry has James Harden, DeMar DeRozan, uh, yeah. Giannis from the Bucks. He Mario does have Gage. Giannis. I'm not gonna try to pronounce the last name. Ante, uh, Ante, Ante, mm, wait, something with an A. Giannis A. Wait, give me a second. Ante, Ante, God, no. Okay, I give yep. up. Go for it. Uh, Joel Embiid, Dame Lillard, Jimmy Butler, Draymond Green, Kyle Lowry, who is somehow an All Star, Clay Thompson, Carl Anthony Towns, and Al Horford. Yeah, I would definitely say the Browns team is a little bit better than that. It's way better. Like he got Demarcus Cousins and Anthony Davis. So how did how did they do this draft? Were they just I th- do you know what the setting was? No, it was a dark and stormy night. <laughs> well, the the starters were the top. Uh, they had like the two top guards, LeBron and Steph were the two highest vote getters. Well, yeah, from each conference, so they were the team captains. I think this was the and first then, time in maybe probably my entire life that I've actually voted for somebody to go into the NBA. Last I did year. not at all because I don't care. I voted for Victor Oladipo. Did you really? Oh yeah, I like that little then guy. Then the the remaining four starters. Are the four, or the the remaining eight starters, the eight highest vote getters from each conference? Okay. And so, they pick from them first, and then the reserves. After that, it's basically just like a draft. Yeah, I saw the reserves. And, yeah. Okay. Cool. And the the coaches pick who is gonna like be a reserve, but it's just basically a pool like any kind of draft is. Yeah, I understand. It's, it's a really cool concept. Um, I think it's definitely gonna bring a little bit more than just standard East versus West. Yeah. So for our star draft. Yeah, it'll be a little nicer. They, so they definitely need to televise this in the future. Like, they they can make so much off of just ratings. It, it'd be so fun just to kind of see players in in their own element, hanging out and having fun with each other. Well, especially yeah, if they all like dress up in goofy ass outfits yeah. and like when you know they get drafted like the actual like NFL draft or the NBA draft or anything like that. Uh, yeah, that'd be cool. So um, so w- I guess for our listeners, I guess who might not know and uh, care to tune in, when is the NBA All Star Game? I. Completely whiffed on this. Yep, I did as well. For it is usually within the first two weeks of February. All right, it's definitely not going to be after the Super Bowl. I would assume. Yeah, it's probably the Super eight Bowl. days after the Super Bowl. Probably Super Bowl. The uh, February eighteenth. Cool. Go. There you go. Okay. Awesome. Speaking of the Super Bowl. Um, my top story is about the Lame. Philadelphia Eagles, who will be going to the Super Bowl against the New England Patriots. But again, uh, so this has to do with the so the city of Philadelphia sucks. Yeah, they had to uh, grease the light poles around the town uh, to prevent fans and rioters from climbing the game after either a win or a loss, uh, because you know either way Philadelphia would have rioted. Brother um, love. But the thing is, it didn't stop Philadelphia fans at all. I don't know if you guys saw the videos, but I mean, so. I've I've been I've been to Philadelphia. I've gone to a Cubs Phillies game. The mm-hmm. Philadelphia fans are literally some of the meanest fans I've ever met in my life, oh, and yeah. they definitely showed their true colors as Minnesota's team was leaving. And then I don't know if you saw that dude in the subway that was running after the train and then smoked himself oh, with man, that, that was, pole. That was awesome. Have you seen their like that that first angle from inside the train came out? And I yeah. saw the next day like four different other angles. Oh, I didn't people. see the other four angles. There I only saw like, the one side of the train. Oh man, I remember seeing the next day there was like. Four or five other people that are like on the platform outside the subway, they just see him running. It's it's hilarious. Blam, that, you see that it like from like four or five to knocked out. The same thing. It was it awesome. But yeah, I mean that didn't stop Philadelphia fans at all. They still got up the light poles, tore a couple down. Um, so my question, I guess, for you guys is: Do you think riots in sports history are bigger after a win or a loss? Because I've seen both, and I've also seen, I guess, a, riots. A win. 
Yeah, yeah they usually come after win. wins, which is insane. I mean, you wouldn't think you'd tear down your town. I feel like town. people are more... I don't know if it like physiologically they're like more pumped up on adrenaline. I get like they're jacked people, up because people your just team get like won, depressed and tired out after a few hours. Because I mean, I've seen. I mean, you saw Vancouver trash their city after they lost the Stanley Cup. You saw Penn State trash their university when Joe Pa was fired, and then all that shit went down. And then, but and then you see Philadelphia trash in their city. You know when they win the uh, NFC championship. So <laughs> I mean, we've we've seen it all. So I'm taking a different angle on this story about my questions. How much did the city of Philadelphia pay to grease up how many light poles? I would love to know that information. I'd be like, what money True. did you spend to grease up these light poles, plus then clean them, and none of it worked? <laughs> <laughs> they still got on top of those things and destroyed your city. So I, I would like to know. Like, and who'd they buy the grease from? Like, where, Did they go to Costco? Or... lightning. boy. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's all I got for my top story. Aaron, what do you got? The McMahon guy's back with the XFL. You might have heard of it. Back in 2001, they tried with mm-hmm. NBC to bring the XFL to life. It only lasted one season, but he's trying again. He hate me. Yes. <laughs> uh, the features of the XFL returning will be eight teams with 40-man rosters. It will be a 10-game season in January, so basically when the NFL season ends. Um any player with a criminal record cannot play. I thought that was kind of interesting. That is so. very interesting. You think the XFL would be like, we welcome all ex-cons. <laughs> you would think, but yeah. So that means guys like Johnny Menzel or anyone. He said even if guys had DUIs or anything like that. It's got to be completely clean or you, no. can't, you, you can't play. That's it. I, mm. I was hoping the XFL would be like NFL Blitz, where you just see dudes like body slamming each other after plays and everything. You, it, it almost seems like he's trying to take shots at the NFL in that way. Because like, people always complain, oh, it's oh, a bunch of thugs and whatnot. I get Because man. another rule is players will not receive a forum to take personal stance on social issues on the playing field. I feel like They're if I wanted to, to stand for the anthem and everything. They I can't. feel like if I wanted to watch some super thug-ass football, I'd watch the XFL. That's what it That's sounds like. That's kind of what it sounds like. When you hear it. But with the logo and who runs it. You'd think it would be something like that, you know? Yeah, but, I mean, those are the new rules. It's... Kind of surprising. I feel like those are rules are sort of just pandering. Kind yeah. of, yeah. I mean, it's it's almost too political. I don't care for it. I mean, well, I, uh, I didn't read into this story super far. So his wife, though McMahon's Linda, heads a small business administration in Trump's cabinet. So that sounds about right. That could have a lot to do with the required to stand for the anthem. No, oh, I mean, I yeah. don't, I don't I particularly didn't, mind didn't that because that. there's there's quite a few sports like the NBA already had that implemented. Mm-hmm. A while back. Okay. That I mean, that's fine. But having having things like you have to have a, a clean record, or them like making it a big point that the players have to stand for the anthem. Yeah. If that's like a big point for them, then that's very political because no one really cares. Right. Man, I just wish it was like super cons, and they would just do some like really outlandish shit on the football field. Like there was I no, was about to say, there was like, go for Aaron Hernandez. Like there was, but like, that's, uh, uh, he's can't do a that. little <laughs> bit asleep under right the ground. Now. So, um, <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> so, <clears throat> okay. So, but yeah, I figured like you know they would have like no helmet to helmet rule. There would be no helmets at all. I don't know about that. There you go. But no, I mean like yeah, I feel like it would just be a total mess. It'd be like NFL blitz, you know, like when you were a kid. You know, doesn't seem like it. Like, it starts in twenty twenty though, so we'll see. Oh, that's a while. All right, well, I guess we'll keep you guys updated on that. Forget about it by then. Speaking, yeah, yes, exactly. So speaking of football, we'll talk about the NFL. So we had the Patriots beat the Jaguars, and we had the yeah, we had the Eagles beat 
the Vikings. That was a great game. Not what we wanted at all. And so, um, so we do have the Patriots and uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. The probably Super Bowl no one wanted. Could you imagine Pretty if much. the Super Bowl was here in Indianapolis and having Patriots fans and Eagles fans running amok downtown? Oh, I wouldn't work downtown. Like, so I I do work downtown. I would literally take like the next four weeks off. I'd be like, I'm not. I feel I'm like not next week is actually going to be pretty wild for you. Yeah, it will be, but I, w- I wouldn't want to do it. I wouldn't. I would hate to stand those Patriots and Eagles fans. It'd be awful. I mean, those are some of the worst fans. You know, in, I fill in Boston. It's awful. Yeah, I mean, just the East Coast arrogance. I just mm-mm. Mm-hmm. My, my my fuse is short as it is, and that just would. Nope, couldn't I, do it. Boston. I think this Super Bowl is a bit interesting. You're talking to me, get out the car. I, th- I th- the Eagles really surprised me. Maybe it was just because the Vikings Schmeagles. defense didn't even have a defense. Yeah, where but was that number one defense? But that was crazy. They were back in. And the, the thing is, the Patriots really don't have a great defense either. But I don't have confidence that the Eagles can play like they did in that game again in the Super Bowl yeah. offensively, yeah. especially with Nick Foles. But they do give me some confidence to actually make it competitive. So I do want to talk about the Patriots-Jaguars game. Mm-hmm. So the Patriots were called for one penalty against the Jaguars. That's the fewest penalties. Yeah. Yep. Fewest penalties called on, um, on a team in a playoff game since the 2011 AFC Championship where the Patriots were only called yep. for one penalty against the Ravens. I see a little bit of a trend here, and I've man, I saw some of those plays that I don't know, man. They're just I disciplined, just, bro. It's a great team. It's so. My question is like, do you think the Jags got screwed out with penalties and things like that? They're definitely missed calls, but but that and the thing is that pisses me off is like, but the thing that pisses me off is all the missed calls were on the Patriots side. Like I thought, I think I saw one Jacksonville call that didn't Sounds get called. Familiar. There was one Jacksonville penalty that didn't get called, and I saw probably five or six on the Patriots that didn't get called. No way. Patriots especially, are so good. Well, especially that one, I don't know if you saw, where it was that sideline play right before halftime was over, and they called that pass interference, and it wasn't even close to being pass yeah, interference. On, uh, on, on Jacksonville. Yeah, it was, I mean, terrible call. And, it well, and it gave the Patriots a touchdown to get within, what, three or four mm-hmm. going into halftime. And so, man, like, I don't there know. There was a face mask. I know that was missed. The, I mean, the, the, yeah. whole, the whole thing just seemed really – Shiesty. I didn't care for it. Yeah. It was. I, I. I just don't think it was a very fair game. Sounds a lot like that. A little bit like college the NFL football saying, national uh, championship there. Oh. Well, especially I mean, just what we've seen all year. Where you know, I mean, pretty much every game that there was a controversial penalty or a controversial call throughout the game, it was a Patriots game, and the Patriots won. You know, I heard something interesting this Money week makers. that was like. I don't know what all evidence besides the Flategate Patriots fans have, but it was like Patriots think that the NFL is out to get them, and then the rest of the NFL thinks no. It's right. like the, it, the refs are they root for you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's how it is. And so it's kind of weird with the the shots of the refs. The like, guy that was oh, like, yeah. middle celebrating like laughing and smiling in the end zone with him, and I'm like, like a ref was like the like went up and like congratulated Tom Brady. Like yeah, the very like as soon as the game ended, he walked up and congratulated him. Like, like that's really fucking weird. You don't do and that. No, that's so unprofessional, and it raises so many questions. And there are and they've been under scrutiny for years with the Patriots with that kind of shit, mm-hmm. and I just don't get it. And so I mean, but you know, fuck it. You know, there, there's nothing we can do about it. Um, so the Patriots are going back to the Super Bowl Boycott. again. So, out of all-time Super Bowl appearances, uh, the Patriots have 10, Pittsburgh Steelers have 8, Cowboys have 8, and the Denver Broncos have 8. But, interesting, out of the 10 that New England Patriots have, 
Tom Brady and Bill Belichick have been eight out of those ten appearances. Yeah. So I don't know about you guys, but I am going to be uh, very excited when uh, they retire because uh, I'm, I'm I'm quite done. And so um, if so, here here's a uh, so we so we have the Patriots and the Eagles in in the Super Bowl. So uh, we're gonna do I guess our last pick them uh, for the year. So well, I guess up until the NFL starts up again. So um, last one for the season, I guess. So who do you guys have? What's the score? Bush. I want to take the Eagles. Okay. I really want to. I have a hard time actually believing my, my pick. So you're gonna pick, you, you are picking the Eagles? Yeah, I'm going to pick the Eagles. Schmeagles. All right. What's the score? 12 to 8. 34 27. 34 27. Okay. Aaron? I'm going to go Patriots 31 17. 31. Ooh, man. That would be an awful game. I will go. I think it will be. Yep. Falcons put up a better Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm going to go Patriots and I will go. 31-24. I think this is going to be one of those Super Bowls everybody forgets about the next year. Oh, yeah. I, I, the, uh, to me, it has like absolutely... all the Patriots Super Bowls except last year. The, there's so many jokes about it. But, I mean, right. you know what? The, the only way they can make it meanif- meaningful is if the Eagles won because this would be the first Super Bowl. And I'd be like, cool, great, awesome. Yep. So, that's it. That'd be great. I also don't want the Eagles to win because I don't like... <laughs> yeah, because, well, I mean, just because of the Eagles fans, yeah, it, it makes it tough. So, uh, either way, it's going to be... It's going to be, be a, really disappointing. And it's actually... I feel like the whole Eagles franchise is kind of would have like a huge turn in the future if they won this year, considering uh, Nick Foles yeah. would win the Super Bowl and automatically go back to being a backup. Yep. And but, but I feel He's like that was somewhere else. But I feel like he that would. would make he'd have to. But I feel like that would still if the Eagles won the Super Bowl, that's gonna make him an incredible team next year when Carson Wentz gets back. He should go to the Jaguars, in my opinion. I actually right. saw some stuff this week that was like uh, the Jaguars would be interested in Alex Smith or, or any other quarterback in the NFL. Uh, it was Alex Smith or um, I can't remember who the other one was. It was another uh, starting quarterback. Eli Manning. No. Dude, he's, there's he's, plenty. He's, he's, Case Keenum. He was, he was someone younger. I can maybe, see Case Keenum. Maybe it was Case Keenum. I don't remember. I can see that. But if they were available, they'd rather Teddy Bridgewater. Well, I mean, never know. yeah. Well, talking about the Super Bowl, uh, if you guys wanted your uh, stupid-ass fact for the day, here it is. Um, for the stupid su- ass fact. Oh yeah. So uh, yeah, the ace in the franchise stupid ass fact of the week. Um, this is uh, the team wearing the white jerseys have won uh, the Super Bowl twelve out of the last thirteen times. That was stupid. Yeah, well, I mean, stupid ass fact. And guess who's uh, wearing the white jerseys? Patriots. Yup. So winner. Yep. So I'm calling it just off the jerseys. That's the only reason I'm picking. What's the your Patriots. score? I had uh, 31-24. 31-24, All right. Yes, sir. So, um, yeah, I mean, really my only other question was just what happened to the Minneapolis Magic. Just disappeared, but we kind of already Case talked Keenum about it. Case Keenum was Case Keenum. Nope. For the first time in about three months. Nope. nope. <laughs> Not Case Keenum's fault. I, I don't think fault. so. Yeah, it was definitely the defense, man. They couldn't do anything. So, um, I mean, that's really what I got for the NFL, man. I mean, we're, we'll talk about... Um, defense pulled in Atlanta. Jeez. Yeah. Well, Oh, yeah. One that's more question. Uh, who do you guys have for your MVP? I got Tom Brady, unfortunately. MVP? No, yeah. your NFL MVP. Oh. I got Tom Brady. It, just, it has to be. Fingers crossed, Todd Gurley. It won't be. It'll be Tom Brady. Just saying. Uh, I'm going to go Jacoby Brissett. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, He did the best he could. That's what we got for right. the NFL. So we uh, we got the Super Bowl coming up on February 4th. I, I, I really don't know if we're – I don't know if we'll have a show before then. I really don't. Um, just uh, we're busy. We're moving. So we'll see. I don't know. We're going to lose our whole following. I'm sure all, all 18 people. 
No episode um, this week. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only thing I look for. This is the only thing that gets me through the week. This um, is how you treat your followers. So we're gonna talk about the NBA. Um, the only thing I really got, well, I, I got plenty, I guess. But the first thing I got is the the Bucks fired Jason Kidd um, as their head coach. So I, well, I heard. Are you it, kidding me? I heard it kind of went down, kind of weird. Um, I, uh, I feel like most firings go down. Well, I heard that Giannis he he called he called Jason Kidd and said, you know, he's like, hey, hey, coach. Like, Suck. well, he said he called him like 15 minutes before he's about to be fired. He's like, hey, man. He's like, this isn't right. What they're about to do to you. Um, he's like, but they're they're gonna fire you um, as coach and stuff. So I mean, Jason, I guess, kind of knew going in. But uh, I guess really the only thing I have past that is, uh, you know, I, I guess uh, I guess Jason Kidd just uh, couldn't assist the Bucks. I don't know. You probably neither. dad joke of the day. Dad joke. Ace in the franchise. Dad joke of the week. Bam, 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 bam. I know you. I know you probably <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't know this. You may. I think he was in his first year coaching, like three four years ago. He I was he was on the bench doing something, schedule. wanted to like distract something with a timeout, so he yep, had a cup in his hand and just like spilled a drink all <laughs> over the court just to get more time during the timeout. That's awesome. He's like, I don't know what to do. Um, <laughs> Splash. That's fantastic. Nice. Um, so I mean, I, I Bush, I guess, I guess, um, I well, we already talked about the NBA All Stars. So, but what have you been keeping up much on Kevin Durant and his, I guess, crybabying? Because he got ejected again, and so and he came back saying that the refs were out to get him for that that last game he played. Everyone's I mean, always just, out to get Kevin Durant. He's like he's I'm such a say, he's such he a baby. Like he's so worried about like his own image and his ego, and just I just can't stand that dude. Like he's he's become like my least favorite player in the NBA. He's just I do enjoy all of the uh, jokes where it has the the next journey or whatever that thing is called, next chapter. Yeah. Like posted after every time a team does good on social media, mm-hmm. it has that picture on <laughs> with a different Did logo you, on his shirt. I gotta find this. Did you actually see what he posted last night about the draft? It was uh, I don't know. If, it was basic. He posted a, that same picture. It had like a picture of LeBron on his T-shirt, and it's like, oh, I'm, coming, really? "I'm coming for you, Stefan," because LeBron picked him. Yeah, I did see that. And Sports Center went yeah. wild with it. So uh, the the question that I did want to have for you, uh, Brandon, because I knew I knew you wanted to talk about this, is uh, what's going on with Cleveland, man? Uh, everyone's out to get Kevin Love, apparently. Yeah. Apparently, Why? there is some like sort of aired out feeling session within the Cavs organization. This they week. just broke open a box of wine and just <laughs> had their feels out, and then had a slumber party. Uh, I don't know if there was a slumber party afterwards. It doesn't sound like it's anything that's gonna fix the team. And Watch someone's my little pony. <laughs> Someone's got to go. Reportedly, uh, teammates are questioning the seriousness of Kevin Love's illness over the weekend when he left the game after like three minutes. He completely (laughs) left the venue because he said he was sick. If it's true, I understand where he's like, I'm sick. I don't want to get anybody else sick. I'm just going to completely leave. Yeah. But there was other players like questioning his seriousness and like about the team. Like, if this team's not doing well, you still need to stick around and stuff. Apparently, this was coming from Isaiah Thomas, who didn't even join the team until three weeks ago. Nice. You have... What do you know about this team, Isaiah? That's how it started. There's also... They have Derrick Rose on their team, who left the team for about a month and a half and was contemplating retirement. So I'm like... Why are they on Kevin Love for yeah, leaving like, one game? Well, I guess I mean I, I I you know I wasn't there, but I mean like if he was like legitimately sick, it's kind of it's kind of a shit move for him to get called out. But if he was just kind of like 
I'm going home. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean e- either way, <laughs> really no kind one, of especially Isaiah Thomas, has no room. Yeah, to he's criticize. got the least amount of right to be calling anybody out on that and team. I've also uh, seen stuff this week about LeBron being angry that the trades that were finalized with the team getting Isaiah Thomas. LeBron's mad that they kind of settled for Isaiah, an injured Isaiah Thomas, over pulling the trigger on getting Eric Bledsoe and Paul George because those rumors were going around for God. a while. That would have been an incredible team, and I 100% agree with LeBron which, mm-hmm. with why he would be angry if they didn't get that and ended up with an injured Isaiah Thomas and crap others. <laughs> yeah, I I I understand it, but I mean at the same time for me personally it's kind of nice to watch Cleveland kind of go down for a little bit. I'd like to see the other like four or five teams that always dominate the NBA go down as well. In fair like I would like to see a little bit more evenness, which is sort of happening. Kind but of. But I don't want Dirty. to hear the pay, the people who just hate LeBron for no reason be like See, LeBron sucks. He didn't go to his seventh straight finals. What kind of loser is that? Yeah, like, I have no problem. Kyrie did everything. I have no problem with LeBron. I think he's kind of a little overdramatic at times. But, I mean, he's a great basketball player. I mean, you can't put that past him. But but people do. But, and, oh, and they try. Yeah. But, I mean, there's no there's no. Validity, he's not even but, top ten. He, well, there's no validity behind when, it. When people want to talk about – people still talk about he has no fourth quarter. In the past – I think it's the past two years he's had the highest Yeah, he's like one of the total. most efficient fourth quarter players It's, it's ridiculous. NBA. There's always going to be LeBron haters out there. No, everywhere, dude. I'm sure it was the same thing with Jordan back when we were kids. Tom Brady's so. not even that good. Come on now. Ooh. Oh, see. Uh, the one thing, so I guess a little bit of good news in the NBA is that uh, Gordon Hayward uh, was seen shooting with the uh, with the team at I the Staples see that, Center. And I don't think that's a good idea. Well, it's not like he was jumping. He was just shooting free throws. Also, something I did notice from that video, he looks fucking huge. Yeah, like he's just been doing upper body for like. What else does he have to do? <laughs> man? His, leg, his leg, his leg is totally trashed. All you can do is upper body stuff. Oh, man, he he looks fucking huge. He's massive right now. I'm crushing about it. I'm sort of. <laughs> he's my. <laughs> All right. So uh, I'm well. Hell yeah, we already talked about the NBA rosters. So I don't really have anything for standings or whatever. It's just not really relevant at this point. So, yeah. I mean, do you guys have anything else for the NBA? Not really. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about the youngsters. Uh, we'll talk about the NCAA. Uh, the big news in the NCAA is that uh, uh, the NCAA for basketball is investigating the UConn's men's basketball team on recruiting violations. No way. Yeah. What? So yeah, they said that they were recruiting illegally. Um, I'm actually surprised that that's coming out of the men's team and not the women's team. Mm, yeah. Just because of how dominant their team is, but I mean, really, that's that's the top news for sure in NCAA basketball. Uh, the one thing I do want to talk about. And I don't want to. Oh shit! I don't want to sound biased here. Whoa. Um, but. Oh. Uh oh. What just happened? What happened? What happened? I don't know. I just what heard a bunch on? of echo on that. Anyway. That was crazy. So, <laughs> so um, I don't want to sound like there's a bunch of bias here, but um, bias. We need to talk about Purdue, man. Purdue. They're they're dominant right now, and I love it because we're all we're all well. I, I guess to the last ten minutes, also known as the last thirty seconds of the game. I think yeah. it was last night. <laughs> oh yeah. The last two minutes is oh my God, it's unreal. It's a great basketball. game. So Purdue's on a 16-game winning streak yes. right now. I mean, they I mean, they look unstoppable. I mean, really, they do. And so, what's what's to expect out of Purdue this year? Like, I want to ask Aaron just because you're the big Purdue guy. Like, you know Purdue inside and out, like of every single team. So, I guess what are you expecting out of this team this year? Are they a Final Four team? Are they a national championship team? They're definitely Sweet 16, Elite Eight for sure. I mean, they've proved that throughout this entire season, but. As a Purdue fan, I'm always I'm kind of well, trained to expect them to blow it in the tournament because they always do. That's one of the notes I have because like Purdue fans have Purdue PTSD where 
Yeah. You expect a shit football team, and we got our hopes up this year, and things went well, and yeah. now we don't know what to do about it. Now everybody wants to build a statue of Jeff Brown because we won seven games this year. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, now but the same thing with Purdue basketball. They look amazing. They look like a national championship team right now. That's what everybody's they saying. They can't lose right Except now. Except for Purdue it's fans, unreal. pretty much. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like Purdue fans are the only ones that are like, yeah, you know what? I just don't see us being a national championship team. Mm-hmm. I'll be happy if we make it to the Final Four, but I'm pretty much seeing us dipping out in the Elite Eight. In fairness, I, I kind of thought the same thing about Georgia football, like, Two-thirds, three-fourths way. Dude, Georgia football had a crazy year this year. I, I honestly did Purdue's expect. basketball is really similar to Georgia's football team like the past decade or so yeah. up until this season. They're always really, really good, but then it seems when they get to that big stage in the big game, kind of like the SEC championship a few years ago or yeah, whatever, they that's, just that's take Purdue basketball right there. And so, and that's the thing, man. I mean, I, I mean, they look like the number one team in the nation right now. I do believe they should be ranked number one, having sixteen straight wins mm-hmm. right now. I mean, they're they're unbelievable. That's but the fourth time they've done that in school history, but they've never won seventeen in a row. Well, yep. they do play IU on Sunday. Yep. So that would be a great be a school victory. That'd mm-hmm. be huge, and it's at it's at, it's at assembly. Mm, yep. Okay. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll come back with that one for sure. Uh, really, the only thing I have left in the NCAA to talk about is just uh, some recent upsets. So we've had uh, Utah took down Arizona State, 21-ranked uh, Arizona State, 80-77. to 77. Um, We had Penn State last night uh, take down yes. Ohio, number 13 Ohio State, 82-79, uh, to 79, a buzzer beater. We had Wyoming take down number 23 Nevada, 104-103. to 103. That must have been a pretty uh, fun offensive game to watch. Back and forth. South Carolina took down number 20, Florida, 77-72. TCU took down West Virginia, uh, number 7, West Virginia, 82-73. to And then Virginia Tech just took down UNC, number 10-ranked UNC, 80-69. to That was a blowout. I like it. Yeah, so it looks good, man. I mean, I mean, this is really the kind of the time of year where we're getting pretty close to March-ish. Um, you know, they have like, what, maybe like 15 games-ish left. No, they. I think there's like nine conference games left, and the season's over. No shit. Yeah, there's only a month left. Well, all right. So I mean, it's getting down to it. Um, it's that's really heating up, and that's where we're going to be turning our focus once the Super Bowl's over. So it'll be a whole lot of NBA, NCAA, and then we'll talk about uh, the Winter Olympics coming up. So um, really, the only thing I have left, uh, I have some like miscellaneous news. So uh, the uh, Major League Baseball just came out with their uh, Hall of Fame 2018 class. Yes, we had. Oh, yeah. Aaron's excited about this one. So we had Vladimir Guerrero. We had uh, Trevor Hoffman. We have Jin uh, Tomey. And then we had the Chip, Chipper Jones. Larry Wayne. Love it, dude. I mean, that's a – he deserves it, man, for sure. And so, I mean, I mean, the rest oh, of the yeah. guys do, man. That's a great 2018 class. Um, so, I mean, and really the only other thing I have for miscellaneous news, um, we talked about it last episode. Um, Larry Nassar, he's that gigantic piece of shit that uh, – was at Michigan State. He was the trainer for U.S. Gymnastics. Uh, that dude is a disgusting human being. What did he do? Um, shut the fuck up. Um, so he was uh, sentenced to 175 years in prison. Now the NCAA is investigating Michigan State, uh, which I'm very happy about. I honestly – well, and so their, pres- their president stepped down. And um, I-, I truly hope that they, like, abolish Michigan State – gymnastics for at least a couple of years man i think they just need to clean house with a whole they're looking into the whole athletic department now say. they need to i mean they need to clean house in the athletic department if any of them had anything to do with this they guy just go to the entire school Let's i don't know it. i don't know well i mean well now but i mean even now this just popped up um on sports center now there's what 16 
Michigan State football players who are being charged for sexual harassment, potentially. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean. Assistant basketball coach, too. I mean, that whole university went oh, to shit yeah. literally within, like, a couple weeks. So, I mean, we'll see what happens with it. I mean, this will be a continuing story. Um, Go green. And, man, in my opinion, though, uh, John Getter, he was he was the head coach of the U.S. gymnastics teams, man. I there's been reports coming out on him. I think he might start to, you know, potentially go to jail just because there's a lot of reports coming out, I guess, and, you know, he, sh- he should be in jail as well because he knew about the whole freaking thing, man. Lock him up. I mean, you, you can find it out uh, pretty much if you read any of these stories. <laughs> so pretty much in my opinion, man, I think Larry Nassar should get a lobotomy just so he can't even fucking remember the shit that he did Throw to his ass people. up in the garbage can. And they should, you know they, I I mean, they, should throw, they should throw him into general population, dude. And, I mean, he'll just be one giant butt train. I just really hope that's what happens to you him. You know what I think is hilarious yeah. is when some of these states don't have the death penalty, so they just give him an absurd amount of time. <laughs> like 175 yeah. years. That's my thing, dude. Like, that's where I feel like they should just throw him in general, like, general population, and they'll take care of him within a day. Not even. Be 20 minutes. So, that's just my view on it. Um, Made in Russia. Pisses me off, man. It heats me up when I freaking talk about it. So, uh, really, that's that's all I got for sports, period. Uh, if you guys have anything, uh, if not, we'll Time jump. for the non-sports section of the show? Sort of. We'll talk about this week in time. We always talk about sports. It's just what happened in the history of sports. It has nothing. It's not relevant to us at all. But, um, Bush, you want to start off? I got, what, four four things? I got four things. I've so, got three. You go for it. All right, January 24th, 1962, Jackie Robinson inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yes. Nice. Um, So I got January 19th, 1903, the new bike race, the bicycle race, Uh uh, the Tour de France was announced. And so uh, interestingly enough, on the exact same day, uh, January 19th in 2013, 110 years later, Lance Armstrong admits that he was doping in in all seven of those Tour de France races. So... Interesting facts today. Way to celebrate that anniversary. <laughs> yeah, ha- happy 110-year anniversary. I was doping through the last seven of those. So what else you got, Bush? January 21st. Uh, I'm going to go with this other one first. Oh, is that? 22nd, 06. Oh, yeah. Mamba game. Greatest game ever. The what? Second greatest oh, game ever. We- Mamba game. Kobe, Kobe drops 81 on Jalen Rose. Mm-hmm. I remember Jaylen that game. Rose. I actually, I, I watched the tail end of that game. Oh, my God. It was unbelievable. Amazing. So, uh, another one I have, I think you might write, I think you might have this one down, so I'll let you take it. So, um, I have January 25th, 1924, the first Winter Olympics open up in France. So, that was a while ago. Olympic history. Almost 100 years. Actually, I didn't have that one. Um, no, I think you have this next one okay. if you want to go for it. Yeah, uh, January 21st, 07. Nope, never mind. Bears and Colts win their conferences to go to the Super Bowl. I only picked this one. Like, obviously, that one doesn't really matter yeah. to me. But I, I picked that because it's reminding me of this year's Super Bowl. What? Where Not, it's, like, uh, it's like a quarterback who shouldn't be there or a team that really shouldn't be there with, like, a perennial all-time great. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because yeah, you had Rex true. Grossman for the Bears against Peyton Manning and yeah. the Colts. But for me, that was the greatest Super Bowl Almost the greatest Super Bowl ever because I'm a Colts fan because I work in Indianapolis, but I'm also a way bigger Bears fan because mm-hmm. my entire family's up in Chicago and stuff. So the only thing that would have made that better is that the Bears won, but you know what? Whatever. That's still one of the greatest Super Bowls I've ever watched. So yeah. I'm good for it. But my last one that I have is January 21st, 1986. 100 people participate in the nude Olympics in 38 degree weather in Indiana, and I'm pretty sure this was at Purdue. Nice. What? I- I talked to a few Purdue alumni about this event, 
and they're like, oh, yeah, we did that up at Purdue. And I think this is where this stemmed from. The nude Olympics. So, yeah. And so it was in 38-degree like weather for the first from, time in 1986. I feel like that's from, like, an American Pie movie, isn't it? I, but I think <laughs> it that's – It sounds like it. It, it sounds like that's like where it originated from. Based off of I mean, it, it was on this – I mean, it was on, you know, this day in history for it's sports. It's called American Pie, the Naked Mile. Yeah. Well, but that's the Naked Mile. That's different. Ah, um, this, was, this was in nude Olympics. But anyway, so – but they said it took place in Indiana – and I mentioned this to a couple Purdue alumni who, like, they were back there in the 80s, and they were like, oh, yeah, we did that at Purdue. And they're like, I'm pretty sure that's where it stemmed from. So, interesting fact, I guess. Good job, Indiana. Way to start up on the nude Olympics in 38-degree weather back in 86. Okay. Good for you guys. Good for them. So, um, that's pretty much all we got for sports today. Um, so, that, that's our show. Um, again, you know, we'll be moving in. Um, I really have no clue when this next show is coming out. we got a lot of work to do. Uh, but work. We'll, we'll be back as soon as possible. Until then, you guys enjoy your week. Enjoy your Super Bowl. Uh, keep up on sports. And we will see you when, uh, whenever we got time to come back. Until then, have some fun. Culture 2 out now. What did you just say? I don't want to know. Smash! I'm out of here. Bye.